Yo, 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 and welcome back to the Banta Boys podcast. My name is Sanji, with me is Ross. How you doing, boy? Welcome, welcome, welcome. I was thinking of, I'm going to do like, guess who's back? Back again. Ross is back. Tell, Tell your friends. friends. <laughs> <laughs> what's up, what's up, man? I'm good, man. Uh, I was pretty tired. It is six six o'clock or seven o'clock here, and it is absolutely dark outside. Like I can't see anything outside apart from like street lamps. Well, it's midnight so. here, and I can't see anything either. <laughs> How's your hand, by the way? My hand's okay, man. Like, okay, this is what I've been telling everyone. My fracture is literally in like the top part of my bone, and they have a split that goes literally to like half of my hand. It's so annoying. Like, even now when I'm using the mouse, I have to, like, if I, you know how I have to, like, drag it one way too much? I have to literally pick up the mouse and go back to the position because, like, my hand takes up, like, half the space that that it usually does. Or more than half the space that it usually does. So, it's pretty frustrated with the splint. But, yeah, it doesn't seem like it hurts anymore. I hope, like, I'm going to hopefully get it out by this Friday. Yeah, this Friday. Yeah, that seems really excessive for a little tiny portion of your thumb bro yeah i was pretty mad i mean you c- oh not mad i wasn't mad at the doctors i was i don't okay you obviously know more than me but i don't know it feels a bit more excessive but i would hope they know more than you i mean you could always tell people you fought a shark you know that's a cool story yeah 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 you punched the nose and it like you know punched me back you know apparently if you punch a shark on its nose it like flinches oh yeah or you poke it in its eye and that's how it lets let's go for you right I mean, in case any of our listeners swim with sharks, you know, good advice. Yeah. The Aussies, they they probably swim with sharks. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yo, bruh, my uh, flatmate has COVID. I'm kind of scared. Oh, shit, man. That's kind of, that's kind of, yeah, that's like, you know, like literally like right next door. So, yeah, I mean, they're supposed to stay in their room, but would they listen? I don't know. Can I trust that they're going to listen? Hopefully they do. Do they listen to this podcast? Do they know you do a podcast? No, neither. Definitely not. I'm not going to lie. I low-key kind of hate my roommate, but that's neither here nor there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Have you gotten yourself tested? Uh, Yeah, I'm I'm like testing myself like every two or three days or even every two days because every now and then like I'll go out, socialize, that sort of thing and just to be safe. I'm getting my next shot um, in a week, so uh, nice. I mean, just to try and be sensible, try and be safe, you know. Yeah, I'm also getting my shot, my next shot in like three, four days. I'm getting my third shot on Thursday. Oh, your booster <laughs> is that what it's called or whatever? Yeah, my booster yeah, yeah, shot, yeah. my booster okay, shot. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like my second official shot, so <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna try and be careful. But you know, guys. If, if if I'm not around, you know, soon Ryan and Ross will take over and I trust them, you know, just, you know, Ra- Ra- Ryan has yeah. a good mic now, so it, we're in good hands. We're good hands. We're good hands. You know, hear sexy, sexy voice. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, I think now is a good time to remind listeners how they can share our podcast and engage with us and plug all them socials, bro. Yeah, I haven't done this in a bit, so <laughs> let me see. Okay, so you can catch us on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle is at Bantabee. be on Discord on the Draft PL channel. Bantaboys hashtag six five eight five 
on Reddit. Our username is you forward slash Bata underscore boys. You said you can listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, YouTube, and much, much more. All under the name of Bata Boys. Yo, the schedule is real fucked for the upcoming game weeks, bro. I know, man. Like, you sent me that message and I was like, bro, like, I feel bad for all these athletes. Like, I said, what, eight games in, like, a month or something? Some Something weird. Well, I mean, I, I have it starred in our, in our group. So, it's like, game week 16 is from the 10th to the 12th. Game week 17 is from the 14th to the 16th. Game week 18 is from the 18th to the 19th. Game week 19 is from the 26th to the 27th. Game week 20 is from the 28th to the 30th. And then game week 21 is from the 1st to the 10th. And then we have like a two-week break or whatever. But uh, yeah, we're, we're going to have to adjust our podding. Just, you know, fair warning to the listeners and stuff. I think yeah. that, that's why when we tweeted, we were like, all right, we're going to cover like the next two game weeks. And then I'm going to come back in, record with Ryan. And then we'll probably rinse and repeat for that next jam pack three game week segment again. Right? Yeah. yeah. And there's like cup games in the middle too, right? So like, it's not even like players have like when there's a week break, it's not like players have a break in the middle. It's they have a midweek cup game. If their teams are selling it. Oh, yeah, bro. Did I tell you I'm going to EFL quarterfinal game, Brentford versus Chelsea? I got tickets, fam. Nice, nice, nice. That sounds like a really, that's going to be a really fun game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happens is um one of the guys in my uh, draft leagues, I think it's the IGL league. His name is Ollie. I think Ollie listens to the podcast. Ollie, you're, you're a wonderful gentleman, bro. But he reached out to me. He was like, bruh. I got uh, some tickets. You interested? I was like, hell yeah. So I bought two tickets. I'm taking my brother-in-law. And uh, the only thing I was warned was like, just try not to celebrate when Chelsea score. I was like, don't worry. I've been warned when I go to other games as well. I know I know the policy yeah. and the protocols and stuff. You're low-key like, yes. Yeah. Did you get a chance to go? I'm sure your brother-in-law was at the West Ham Chelsea game. No, actually his dad was there. But he went to the oh. West Ham Brighton game though. The, the one-all draw. But I mean, I I did yeah. message my um my brother-in-law's dad, uh, sad face, and he just sent me a bunch of iron emojis and partying emojis. Man, Christmas by them is gonna be so shit. Like now they're gonna be able to chat shit against me. Like. <laughs> I mean, if I like you know, you obviously hope Chelsea don't lose that third spot, and like they won't. But like West Ham are a weird team, man. Like they took points from Liverpool. They took points from. Uh, City too. They drew against City, right? Uh, I and think they so. beat yeah, Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah, they beat yeah. Chelsea. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was yeah. a fantastic finish by Mendy. If you saw it, like, yeah. I mean, like Masaku went on the record and saying like he was surprised too. But like I was, me and Zubain were like chatting shit with Daniel. We were like, bro, it was such a great goal. He totally meant it. And Daniel was just getting triggered and like, and then we just started piling on, being like, bro, it was a, it wasn't, it was definitely meant to be. But like, no, bro, it was a cross. Everyone's saying it's a fluke. I'm like, bro, like you know, it, it seemed like he meant it. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm sorry, but if as a Chelsea fan you're getting triggered by that, like. No, shame on you. Because I've been going around telling people, yo, Mendy, finish that goal with authority, bro. That was a fantastic finish. Like, come on. Bro, better than Allison's finish. What you talking about, fam? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. 
Um, These people know how to make goalkeepers look like fools, and this team. Yo, honestly, he just had a really bad game, man. Even like when Jorginho sold him short with that back pass, and then he tried to dribble past Bowen. I'm like, fam, what you doing? Like sliding in the box. Like, <laughs> yeah, he can stop the ball when needed, though. So yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, or you can just kick it out for a corner, kick it off for a throw in. Or, like whatever. I don't know. Yeah. But by yeah. the way, before we get started with all our usual um, jazz, uh, how was your Champions League game? I saw um, Divock scored again, bro. Yeah, man. I didn't watch it. I was at work. But we are now the only English team to win all six games of our group stage. Don't don't in a lose European competition. Don't lose the knockout now. <laughs> yeah, I hope not. We'll see who it is. My my I honestly it's probably gonna be like PSG or some shit. Yeah. Let's be honest. But man, I was like so looking forward to, you know, Salah and Mane possibly leaving for AFCON and then you were like, bruh, they might cancel the tournament. I'm like, what? Apparently, uh, because of the new variant, um, even then, like so the the, the debate right now is happening that uh, because of that two-week break, they might only miss two games. So they might keep them for Leicester and Chelsea, and they're only going to miss two games, which is good news for us. Um, but uh, these are still no negotiations that are still happening. But apparently, because of the COVID scare with the, with the new variant, and um, apparently there's a civil war in Cameroon that's happening. I was just reading up on this. That's crazy, fam. Yeah, so... There's lack of security or like civil war rumblings. I don't know what the exact situation is. I don't want to like, you know, step or like, like make assumptions based off my limited knowledge. But apparently there might be a lack of like security available for these games. And apparently because of that, AFCON might not happen. But let's see. Yeah. Damn, bro. I was about to plug us for, like, international news. Like, why the fuck you want to watch CNN or BBC? Like, the hell? Banter boys is where at, fam. But anyway. I'll find the tweet and share it. Yeah, I should find the tweet and share it. Um, But yeah, anyways. So, if this is your first time listening to the Banter Boys podcast, welcome. We talk everything fan tracks and sometimes OFPL draft. Typically, how we do these things is we have a first half where we have a data dump. Uh, we catch up in our leagues, just highlights and stuff. We'll take a half-time pint. And in the second half, we jump into Twitter questions and then suggest some FA slash waiver picks. And we're going to do that segment a little different because we're combining um, Game Week 16 and Game Week 17 together. But yeah, Russ, uh, I think it's time to get started. Shall we? Yep. Ay, 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 ay. Fantasy. With the Banta Boys. All right. So the Game Week 15 data dump. We're going to look at key passes first. The highest number was four key passes. And that was by TAA, Antonio, Richarlison, Rafinha, Foden, Cucho, Mount, Odegaard, Hyungman Sun, and Bernardo Silva. And then the next tier of key passes is three. Another long list by Dhaka from Leicester, Gundogan, McGinn, Enketia, Rashford, Lucas Moura, Mo Salah, John Joe Shelby, a.k.a. Lord Voldemort, Lianco, I think I'm pronouncing that right, that Brazilian centre-back from Southampton, uh, Raheem Sterling, Williams, and Willock. Is that Brandon Williams? Huh. 
I think that's the only yeah, way. Yeah, I think so. I think it's Brandon Yo, Williams. he's been putting up some decent points these days, though. Just, you know. Yeah. But yeah, um, what do you think about these numbers, man? I really, because I'm a Sterling, Raheem Sterling owner, it's really good to see him, like, back on form or, like, back starting regularly, putting up good number of points. Even apart from the goal, he had, like, uh, like if, or the assist, actually, not the goal. Like, he had, like, what? 18 points or something? When did Like, he had 25, in- 26 points. Yeah, when did Sterling turn into a ghosties machine, bro? I don't know. I don't know. But the past couple of games have been pretty good for him. I guess it's just a matter of starting regularly. So, yeah. As a Sterling owner, I'm super happy. I hope he doesn't get shipped out in the <laughs> January. I hope he... Like, those rumors are just rumors. And there's no uh, thing to them. But what yeah. do you mean, bro? Magby Legend. Come on. It's, like, written in the stars. <laughs> but two Newcastle players. Shelby and Willock. Yeah. With like six key passes. Away the lads. Hallway the lads. You know how they have on their Twitter mm-hmm. um, picture or whatever. Um, I mean, it, I yeah. was really surprised to see like Lianco over there on that list. Uh, I mean, for a center back. He's a CB, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, and also it wasn't like there was any standout person with like five or six key passes. Like everyone pretty much was like in lowish numbers sort of thing and long lists. Right. So I don't know if that's weird. Mm-hmm. Also Odegaard past three games, he has been smashing it as well in terms of key passes and attacking contributions. Yeah. I still hold Saka over like higher than the rest of the midfield combo, just because he's got a, a better eye for goal. Right, yeah. he almost won me the game week this past game week, but it wasn't meant to be. I'll explain that when we start talking about our leagues. All right, all right. <laughs> so let's look at shots then, and how many of them were on target. So the highest number attempted was six shots. Almiron had one on target, and Sterling had three on target. Then the next number is five shots attempted. Ronaldo had one of them on target. Grealish had three or five on target. Kane had two or five on target. And Tyler Roberts from Leeds had three of his five shots on target. Then the final number of shots attempted we're going to look at is four. Long list here. Thiago from Liverpool had one of them on target. Bowen had one on target. Broja had three of four on target. Canius from Brentford had two of his four shots on target. Laporte had two shots on target. Madison, two on target. Mopé, two on target. Mbuemo, zero of his four on target. And Jota had one of his four shots on target. By the way, did the shot hitting the Wolves defenders, <laughs> I'm sure you saw it. Like, yeah. <laughs> I have no idea how he didn't finish that. Does that count as a shot on target? I'm not sure, does it? Like, I I was wondering the same thing. I'm trying to remember throughout the match that he have another shot on target, but it should? I, I don't know. Because, like... Because it doesn't count as a blocked shot in that sense. Because it was like a defender. It wasn't like, like a goalkeeper save. But he was the last defender, though. I think that's why it should count as a shot on target. two of them. I don't know which one it hit. I need to watch the highlights and shit still. But Yeah, I, well, it hit Cody. And then Cody went off. Well, Cody Or the, or like Cody just... I think it hit, hit Cody in the nuts or something. Of course it hit Cody. Liverpool legend, you know? <laughs> but yeah, man. How he didn't finish that. Yeah, bro. Honestly, like, that made the rounds on Twitter. Like, I saw that in so many conversations. But, yeah, Yeah. what do you think of these numbers, though, man? Like, anything stand out to you? Miggy? That's a surprising inclusion. Like, was it the six 
key passes all feeding into Miggy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, the thing is, I think Frazier had, like, a light hamstring niggle and Matt Ritchie didn't start. So, yeah. he, he got, like, his chance and he kind of took it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they, they did played... Newcastle finally get their first win. Um, yeah, that was their first win. They played Burnley yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah, they were the last team in the top five English divisions without a win until this game week. Yeah, and I think then next they kind of play some tough ass teams as well, right? Isn't like Leicester and Liverpool or some shit? <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time to get your win, right? Get it early. Um. Yeah, I mean, Tyler Roberts, I, I know he took shots this game week and then previous game weeks as well. But now Bamford is back, bro. And Bamford came off the bench and scored, fam. Yeah, yeah. Leeds finally also getting a win too. Like, they've been kind of struggling for a bit as well, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, no, they won two game. They won last game week too with like the 90 plus five minute penalty or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that greasy pen. Yeah. But I heard like they weren't doing shit. That's what Ryan was telling me yeah. at least. Um, I mean, Madison is still up there with some form as well, taking shots and whatnot. But again, I'm still worried about his key passes with Tielemans coming back. Your boy Tiago, though, popping up. I'm still sorry about that, fam, that we made. We made you drop him, like yeah, man, yeah, man. <laughs> man it honestly, might have been the difference because I was going up against Zuben, who picked up Tiago after I dropped him. But I don't know, Tiago put up like okay-ish points, like seven, eight-ish. I think. Yeah, I don't think anything exciting. Okay, well, I mean, your your league right. does play with a few extra categories as well, right? All right, now let's look at Acre crosses into the box. Uh, highest number completed was by T Baby. Obviously, he had four of them. Uh, then Rafinha had three accurate crosses into the box. And then the final tier is two accurate crosses into the box by Diago Dalo, Gallagher, Cucho, and Mount. Thoughts, Russ? Do you think Dalo's going to get benched when Juan Bissaka comes back? What's up with Juan Bissaka? Why is he missing? His hand was injured, and now it's not. He was on the bench. So, I don't know. I'll talk about it a bit later because I got him in one of my leagues. Like, I traded away a player to get Juan Bissaka. So, but, like, I don't know. Delo put up, like, good points. Even with the clean sheet, he still had, like, he had, like, 17 points total. So, yeah, bro. Uh, like, honestly, he's putting up much better numbers than Juan Bissaka was. So, like, why, why break? Like, why change it? Why change it, right? Yeah. But, they're still not scoring, though, so... Yeah, true. I mean, they're not conceding, which is probably a big, massive plus for Maguire owners. <laughs> All right, now we just look at some random extra categories as well. Just, you know, things that kind of jump out to us. So, Cash, yo, had the highest number of tackles won and was second highest for interceptions. He had six tackles won, five interceptions. That's a lot of points right there. Um... That's 11 points right there, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think he got like 17 or something in the end. Um, Mo Salah, most dis- dispossessions this game week with 10 of them. I heard uh, Ryan Nuri did quite a job on him. Yeah, but, you know, got the assist when it mattered. That that touch was pretty sublime to set up Origi, So Yeah. Um, Pontus Janssen had the most clearances this game week with 14 of them. 
Uh, Tarkowski had the most block shots, six of them. Lascelles, 11 aerials, highest for this game week that went by. Highest number of fouls conceded, Luckman. He had six of them and highest number of fouls suffered, Ayu and Saka, five each. Any comments, thoughts about the remaining numbers? Mm, like the Lookman numbers, like fouls conceded is you fouling, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going yeah, around like yeah, he kicks like six people basically. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get a yellow card? I'm not sure. I didn't check that. You know who should have gotten a yellow slash red card though? Friggin' Godfrey fam when he like stepped on Tommy yeah. face, bro. Exactly, man. Oh yeah. Surprise he did. And Everton went on to win, so I'm sure many Arsenal fans are cheesed by that. Do you find, though, like, a lot of VAR decisions don't go their way, though? Arsenal's way or like just... Arsenal's uh, like, way. I don't know. I was, like, talking to an Arsenal fan about I, this recently, and they just feel like there's a lot of calls, like, they just don't reverse it for them sort of thing. I feel like if you talk to any fan, that's what they'll say. <laughs> if you talk to me or Atom, we'll exactly say that VAR hates us. Liverpool? Or referees hate us. Yeah, live Varpool or, you know, whatever, or live unvarpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I get that. So I think there's just a bigger bias there. So as much as there might be, I would rather, I would wait for the actual numbers before I would want to kind of jump to that com- conclusion. Yeah, that's fair. All right, cool, 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 cool. Um, now I think is a good time for us to do our league updates. <laughs> So, Ross, uh, we will yeah. start with you. How's it going? What's your highlights? Trades? Yeah. Waivers? I, I lost both my games because I slept uh, into the Chelsea-West Ham game, which was 7.30 in the morning on a Saturday. I should have done for that. Me. Um, I set, yeah, I slept my alarm. I set my alarm and everything. But, like, I woke up at, like, 7.45, saw that Fornals wasn't starting, Aspie wasn't starting, Chalaba was still injured, ZX was starting instead of Pulisic, but Pulisic was in my team instead. So a bunch of decisions and like I lost both my game weeks. Nine points by Zuban, which I almost brought it back, like with the Tierney assist and clean sheet and Saka putting up good number of points. And like, you know, I lost by 0.25 against Kyle. 0.25. That's never a fun way to lose a game. It was, I was up by 0.75 and then Kyle goes like, yo, Achim, can you share me that fan tracks number so I can give them a call? <laughs> and lo and behold, two, three hours, I check and I, uh, Kyle wins by one point. So I'm like, oh, fuck. I wonder if Kyle actually did contact so. somebody, bro. That would be hilarious, though. <laughs> like, I don't doubt that Achim yeah. did it. Like. <laughs> but what I, what I told Kyle was, it's been in my favor enough times that eventually I will be on the brunt end of it. And I was like, I'll accept it. Like I, 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 like I'm at fault for losing. I can't blame. I like you know if I put up seventy seven point two five points or seventy seven point seven five points, I almost always deserve to lose. Yeah, it's just that yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know. I mean, it, it's if you score at least a hundred and then lose by that, it's that's just like unbearable sort of pain, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. What about those yeah. trades that you did, man? So I this morning Ian message I messaged be like hey bro I need defenders so Ian messaged me like um do you want AWB and I was like sure who do you want first he asked for first Ian asked for who was it uh 
Gundogan or Saka. And I was like, no, bro, I don't want to give those away. And then I was like, if you want, if you want to wait till like the Chelsea game, I can give one of like Ziyech or Pulisic if either of them are starting. To which then he responded that if he wants Ducore, and I was like, sure, I'll trade away, I'll, I'll give away Ducore. So I gave Ian Ducore and I got Juan Bissaka for him. And just as a safety measure, I did pick up Delo off free, off the waiver wire, just to kind of make sure that, you know, just in case one doesn't start, I still want, I feel like, like Juan Bissaka is still the better fullback and Delo might be temporary. Um, I, I, while I was looking for, like, you know, uh, defenders, Achem offered me Robo for Ronnie, and I'm like, that's like. Ronnie is in Ronaldo? Yeah, Ronnie is in Ronaldo. Man. And I'm I like, I, like Ronaldo's got a really good fixture run coming up, you know. I know, but Robo's been playing like a number one round. Pick, bruh, man. bruh, bruh, bruh. Try and take off your Liverpool tinted glasses and think for a second. I know. <laughs> I know. Achem is playing with my heart because he knows. Yeah, he knows he, someone would do the same for him to, with him 100%. too. Hundred percent, bro. I would. I, I know. Like, yes, Robo has picked up his form and all that sort of stuff, but. Is is the goat, bro, Ronaldo? And um, didn't there wasn't there a stat that like he what was it in terms of like his pressing and stuff? Like he's he's able to keep up with Ralph's system, bro. So and he's a flat track bully, okay. you know. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. He that is true. That is true. I didn't I don't know about the first one. So maybe maybe I will keep him up. He didn't without any like goals or anything. He still put up like six and a half, seven points, which is. Not the worst, right? And he's on penalty duties because we saw that when Bruno's on the pitch. So, yeah, I guess me. It's just, yeah, I'm not going to trade Ronaldo with him, especially if, unless he offers Mo Salah. Only then will I trade Ronaldo. So, yeah. Uh, but final, yeah, final things. I picked up, I picked up Maddie Target in my OG league and Delo in Bad Boys, but I'll probably drop Delo. Uh, if Juan Bissaka starts, just so if I have like kind of more freedom to kind of pick up players, and because I don't want too many United players, I already have Varane, I already have Greenwood and Ronaldo, and um, what's his face now under Juan Bissaka. So now I don't want Delo just for like keeping an extra spot in my league. So I will definitely drop one of them. But um, I draw finally dropped Stones by the way. Uh, when I picked up Delo, I was like, "Man, I'm I'm done with you. I don't want you to. I don't want you in my team anymore." <laughs> Bro, Finally, listen to your advice. Yo, drop Varan, man. Why are you holding on to him? He's in my injury reserve, so he's not doing anything. Are you sure? Like, I mean, can't you put someone? Oh, I guess. Yeah, isn't there someone more useful that you can put in your injury reserves, like James Justin or some shit like that? I don't know. Maybe like James Justin is kind of gone though, but. Yeah, maybe if I was quick enough on Eze, but Eze came back and played like what sixty minutes or something, thirty minutes or something. He took some corners, I heard. Yeah, but he's he's he only put up like two points or whatever. Mm, interesting. So. All right, cool. Um, yes. Let's do Banter Boys League updates quickly then. Um, so the Triori Triad League. I don't know why the word "ah" is in there. You typed that in the notes, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I did because you wrote "boo." <laughs> And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we had a loss in this league. Um, like uh, we scored 99.75 points. Opponent scored like 127.75. Quick maths, 28 point loss. Um, by the way, rotations are real bitch, bro. 
And uh, it sucks that Ivan Tony got COVID because I got him in like both the leagues that we're playing in. So, oh, shit. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I did like take Ryan's suggestion, and Ryan's like been on point with his like picks and suggestions. Like, he was telling people get Fred, and Fred like fucking scored in like the game to yeah, assist, exactly. And, yeah, and the game before, yeah, exactly, right? So, he was like, Yo, bro, grab Ailing. So, I was like, All right, cool, I'll drop Jensen. Um, I got like the assist, by the way, Ailing still got like 14.25 points with the assist, and that's after conceding two goals, right? So, that's like eight points after conceding two goals go sees, which is pretty good right yeah. so i mean yeah Ailing's there go pick him up in your league sort of thing i also had tyranny in, uh, in my one as well with 20 points um but it didn't help that my opponent had a tottenham stack of young son harry kane lucas mora and loris all gave him 68 points together yeah, and they played Norwich, so that wasn't fun. I, w- I was just glad that Harry Kane blanked from a fan track's perspective. If you play FPL, my condolences. <laughs> um, no trades or waivers to talk about. Um, so next league is the International Genie League. Uh, we had a win there, though, of 91.5 to 84.25 points. Uh, a couple of highlights there is just Trent delivering, as always, man. Trent, like, I, I, I cannot, like, I wish they were, like, I could draft, like, 11 Trents. You know, 11 Trents would win you a draft league, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't see why not. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had Ben Davies, though, in this one, who I had wavered in, like, the previous game. We came through real clutch with 30 points. He, he had two assists or something like that, right? Um, but I'm really struggling with my forward situation, man, because Ivan Tony COVID, Lukaku's not starting, Saar is injured, my only starter is Jimenez right now. Do you think I could survive with that? I don't know, man. Jimenez also has some tough fixtures coming up too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wolves so, in general, just really bad fixtures. Like Man City, Chelsea, like, yeah, a lot. Yeah, and like they just played Liverpool. Like this past game week, I also have Jimenez and I was like, I'm going to bench him against Liverpool for my one league. But I had to play him in my other league and he only got like a one, one and a half point. So yeah, you're kind of struggling there, bro. Like I'm sure those players will come back, especially like Lukaku and stuff. No way Lukaku doesn't start. But yeah, that pretty that's pretty shitty, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta figure something out. I don't want to be like starting friggin' Pookie and shit like that, bro. No, 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 no. Um. By the way, remember when you like messaged me uh, midweek? You're like, bro, did you drop Tierney? I was like, yeah, this is the league that I ended up dropping him, and then somebody picked him up immediately, fam. Um. Yeah. I, if I was there instead of Ryan, I would be like, Sanji, wait one more game. <laughs> Because deep down, I knew he was going to start. And he even played like 65 minutes and then got subbed off for uh, Tavares. And I don't want to put like, you know, causation is obviously not correlation, but he goes off and Arsenal's concede two goals. So I don't know. Maybe Tierney was that a bit more defensive stability. Because I've seen Nuno Tavares play. And yeah, he's pretty good like attackingly, but... He is a pretty big liability on defense, man. Yeah, so one of my uh, boys is a Arsenal fan, um, ran from Jamaica. The way he loves to describe Tavares is like the Tasmanian devil. Man, just go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, what else from this uh, league? 
the FA, so I made like a couple FA moves because like rotations are a bitch and people are not starting and all that sort of shit. So I actually grabbed Dalo um, as a free agent in this league. So that also helped nicely with the win. Um, but uh, the person I had uh, dropped Tierney for was Lise Malou and I ended up uh, chucking him out for waivers earlier today. I brought in Kucho for that uh, game versus Brentford. You know, I figure might as well, I don't know, like, okay, it's yeah. decent, right? I mean, I know Kucho doesn't always start games, but the guy just keeps coming up with these monster performances off the bench as well. So, I mean, in the chance that I have like 10 starters and I need to start a bench person, I feel like I might risk it on a player like Kucho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, next thing uh, to kind of wrap up the first half is talk about Perfect 11 uh, Season 2. So, I'm basically going the opposite way to my Season 1 and Ryan is doing a lot better than I am. I went from 49th to 68th. I'm just going backwards at this point. Um, and Ryan went from 43rd to 38th. Uh, 10th place is basically the benchmark because top 10 go into like this fancy tournament thingy. Um, and 10th place is like on 577 points. I'm on 472 points. So I'm like 100 behind already. And now I feel like at this point, I just need to try and beat Ryan. I think now that will be my goal for the season. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know what else <laughs> to aim for in that. Uh, I don't know if I'll make top 10. But uh, I just want to go through a list of like good picks, bad picks. And again, uh, good picks, we look at 10 points and above. Because that's pretty much what you want from any player in your draft league, right? Uh, good picks. Loris, 11. Trent, 20. Grealish, 10. Salah, 12. Sterling, 24.5. Bad picks. Reese 0.5. Reguillon, 0.25. Robo 8. Bruno, 4.5. ASM, 4.5. And Jota, 4.5. Before we wrap up this segment, how bad is Bruno now, man? Like, I know going into the season, obviously, you'd be viewing him as a first pick. But even with Ole gone, he's still not kind of picked up. Yeah, I think... It's just the drop-in goals in general. Like, loss of set pieces, obviously, is a big thing as well. But in general, I think... I Like, you know what? Like, I would give United the benefit of the doubt of them having somewhat of a bounce back with the new manager. And with that, I think we would then see, like, Bruno coming back into, uh, like, a bit more. Like, he... Yeah, like... You know, it's one of those things where, like, you know, good players, like, kind of, like, are able to kind of, like, you know, like, you know, cement through and, like, you know, make make sure that they're kind of, like, set up their position. And even now, like, we've seen, like, Donny come in, in for Bruno, but I haven't seen United play enough to kind of be like, yeah, Bruno's playing like shit. Maybe his points are just shit, but he's just not getting the support that he usually gets. So, yeah, let's see kind of how he does during, like, the fixture congestion and how well he plays in that yeah 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 okay um so now i think is a perfect time for us to take our halftime pint and we will see you guys after the break sounds good and we are back okay so ross we've got some twitter questions one from discord as well um yeah we got some fans on discord hit us up you know if you if you want to chat to us um yeah and uh yeah uh, regular twitter stuff we even have a new um twitter question person that apparently has been a long time listener fan but ross take it away with the discord stuff first and then yeah we'll go to the twitter yeah so on discord username yao g8 was like you know 
said that the Connor Gallagher trade kickstarted his season or their season. Um, and now he's being offered they like money for Ronaldo. So, uh, I'm assuming Yao G8 has Ronaldo and they are getting money. Yeah. And Sanji, I can't, I can't answer this with any objectivity. <laughs> I feel like you're gonna have to Bro, answer well, this well, one. I mean, d- depending on whoever is on which side for that trade, like whoever has the Ronaldo person, basically, I think you like you keep Ronaldo. Um, I know like Liverpool has the best attack in the league at the moment, and Mane will probably tick along with points, like even ghosties and stuff like that. But I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. He also has the potential to get like single digit scores even when Salah's beasting in a game right yeah and this is where I will come in with my bias so I think one of the biggest concerns for Mane is that he might be going off AFCON but he's only missing two games because of AFCON which apparently might not even happen but we don't know like I don't want to like make assumptions or anything and I kind of like jump off of like rumors and stuff but uh, like there is a rumor going around that AFCON might not happen due to like kind of security concerns and like the new variant stuff but and like, but at the same time, my bias is that Mane is initially people are like, oh man, like, you know, Mane's putting on shit or whatever, but he's really bounced back and he's really kind of come into form after seeing that he could possibly be dropped. Um, I don't think there's any cover for him at the moment and he is a starting player. I don't know, man. I, I think Mane for Ronaldo is a good trade. Uh, I think Ronaldo is one of those players that does not really get ghost points. And that's my biggest, biggest concern is that he is very, very much goal dependent. And yes, he will score those two goals. He will be on penalties. He will get the odd free kick here and there. But at the same time, that's kind of it. Like we, like, you know, everyone was like, oh, maybe he'll get a lot of aerial duels, but he's not really kind of getting into that. You don't get points for pressing or running a lot either. So in that sense, Mane does a lot of like that dirty work for that Liverpool that gets him those points, those tackles and those interceptions. And then those kind of tee up as like key passes and shots on targets. And like, like, you know, so for me, that's my bias though. Mane for Ronaldo is a solid trade. And if you are getting Mane, even if with AFCON into considerations, I think it's a good trade. Yeah, and I mean, if you have backup strikers in case Ronaldo's rested or benched because of the whole Christmas congestion fixtures, I'd still take Ronaldo. Ronaldo is a goat. Uh, like Ronaldo again, flat track bully. He scores against easy teams. Like, but same thing is like, yeah, Mane plays for the best attack in the team. So I don't know. I feel like it's a win-win either way, sort of thing. I think so. I think yeah. so. Okay. Cool. All right. Thanks for your question, Yaoji8. I will respond to you on Discord, but you'll probably see the response by the time you're listening to this. So let's move on to the next set of questions. Yeah, so from Twitter, um, uh, no one is asking us yeah. <laughs> at Shiragwarma, <laughs> uh, is AWB worth a pickup now that Delo has played well? And same question for Shaw, if we have trade him in. So I'm in this situation where I have both I was offered AWB and I picked them up and I picked up the low just to be safe. But long term, I think once AWB is back in the lineup, he's back in the lineup and Delo might be like a feature here and there. Yeah, he's shown that uh, he can take that spot up for a right back. But 
apart from like and like they played Arsenal, but apart from that game, I don't think they've had like tough, tough fixtures, right? What do they have? Crystal Palace and now Norwich? No, no, not Norwich. Um who they play last? Who's that? United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so they played Crystal Palace and Arsenal, right? Yeah. Well, as yeah. in like and Arsenal even then, then they, Crystal Palace. Yeah, Arsenal and Crystal Palace, which I'm like, there aren't the toughest fixtures. So I would I would I don't know. I still rate AWB higher than Deloitte. Dallas. Yeah, I, I hope I right. and the thing is, is that like I feel like AWB is the best defender that United supposedly have, right? And if I think of anyone that, in terms of like pressing and tackling all that stuff, you'd think that Ralph would probably get the best out of AWB, and because I mean AWB used to be like a reliable ghost points getter for United in the past few seasons as well. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I'm like I'm not sure about his whole like maybe in terms of attacking output and whatnot, but I mean he used to be a winger at Crystal Palace, so maybe Ralph will help him unlock some attacking potential as well. But um, yeah, I mean if you can get that handcuff, I'd say do it just to be safe. And uh, I mean it's the same situation with Shaw Tellers, right? I I think the only reason Shaw is out because of that concussion stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but like Tellers has been on corners has been on like set pieces too right so there is definitely that upside there but maybe with the new manager bounce i think you would have at least give shaw the benefit of the doubt because of how well he played and then kind of go from there it's very similar to kind of and, I'm, and i hate that i have to bring back to liverpool but there was a lot of people that were kind of screaming be like start simicast start simicast you know he's been playing a lot better he's all of these things until Rubble showed what he's capable of, and then everyone was like super quiet and like, okay, cool. Like he's still one of the best left backs in the league, and and possibly the world. So um, I feel like Shaw deserves that benefit of doubt. Any of like, you know, at the end of the day, you say you hate bringing up Liverpool, but I know you secretly love it, bro. <laughs> I hate that everyone has to hear me. I feel like Liverpool is appropriate for any conversation <laughs> or any discussion. <laughs> Uh, all right, sweet. Thank you so much for your uh, right, question, okay. Shirag. Hope yeah. that helps. Uh, let's move on to the next one. Next, yeah. Next question we have from Mav at Mav seven four seven two five six four two. That sounds like something that's like a bot. I <laughs> I really hope it isn't. What if that's like his phone I'm number sorry. or something like that? I wonder how people come up with these long ass numbers sometimes, man. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Mav tweets. Excited for, to ask my first question. Who do you boys think are decent trade-in targets at the moment? My home league's kind of been lacking when it comes to trade, so definitely want to get some new players in. Appreciate, boys. Love the pod. Mav. Thanks so much, Mav. Sanji, I'll let you take this one first. Okay, so... Hmm. Trade-in targets, boy. Um, Bamford? I mean, they have tough fixtures, though. Like, for the next, mm-hmm. I want to say, maybe four or five game weeks or something like that. But because he's been out for so long, maybe you can kind of convince the manager, be like, hey, man, just just give me back. But the thing is, I heard Bamford had like a bit of a setback as well. So maybe that kind of does help your case to bring him in, right? But like he came off the bench and scored sort of situation. So I, I don't know. Um, Eze, maybe? Like Eze's back now, took a couple of corners, right? Um um if you like trade in targets right now like so people you want to get in bro um ben davies like would you try and be uh, try and trade in like a spurs defender or something like that right 
Yeah. Or would you try and trade in like AWB and Shaw in this scenario too, right? Like, you know, they are, they, their value isn't particularly the highest at this point. So, um, maybe owners are willing to kind of let him go or let them go. Um, yeah, maybe um, Chris Simpson or Asby. Like, they haven't been getting regular starts recently, but, like, Chaloba picked up an injury, and, like, we've got a lot of injuries yeah. in general. Like, it wouldn't shock me to see Reese James play midfield one game if we keep picking up injuries. Like, I know Kovacic came back from his injury, but he got COVID, so... Yeah. Right. Um, what other trade-in targets would you have, boy? Um, Tyranny, maybe? I don't know, because he's been out so long. But he came back like a beast for this 20-point game, fam. So, Yeah, man. I don't know. Uh, um, Like, any, like, Aston Villa players, like, you know, if they're owned, like, you know, players like McGinn, if players are able to kind of, like, kind of go for, like, Ollie Watkins and stuff like that, I feel like... Gerard's trying to like develop something here at Aston Villa before he eventually kind of moves on. Um, so I feel like there might be these players are also coming up in value too. Maybe even like Maddie Target. I know he's been out injured for a little bit and Ashley Young's kind of filling his spot, but I don't think that's a long term solution right there. No, I don't think so. And I think he should he could have been back for this game. It was just like you know, it's a it's a head injury. You just want to be careful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm trying to see maybe Pascal Gross, but the thing is, I don't know if that's gonna be a long term play because they've got a bunch of injuries right now. Trossard, like something, he dislocated mm-hmm. his shoulder or something like that. I know he got stretched off in the last yeah. game, right? So maybe just for from a creative perspective, Pascal Gross might see an upside in value right now. Um, what about Adama Traore? What about him? Would he be a possible trade in? He was off for a bit and now he's back in the starting lineup. So it's just a matter of time until he's out again, I feel. Yo, okay. But that but man should have been Jimenez though. when they were on the counter against Burnley and he didn't. He tried to take the shot and he missed like he always does. So screw that guy. He cost me points. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming that Jimenez scores in this situation. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, oh god, come on. Like Jimenez <laughs> has been like finishing like a pro recently, bro. Like Yeah. Um I don't know, uh Billy Gilmore. I I feel like he got his spot back in the team now. But the, the problem is is that it depends on which position he plays in the team. Like if he's playing CDM, don't start that man. If he's playing as one of the number 8 or like a number 10, start that man. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Um who who else I I mean I can't I can't really think of anyone else per se. Callum Wilson. Yeah, 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 like Callum Wilson, yeah. I mean man's ticking along with his uh, goals every now and then like with Eddie Howe like I feel mm-hmm. like he's just going to come back into some form. He hasn't pulled his hamstring yeah. yet, so Yeah. Yeah. And my last one and just because it's City I don't know. Maybe the rumors for Raheem Sterling are kind of true, and maybe you want to risk on that and be like, "Hey, what if Raheem Sterling leaves?" And you can give up something kind of semi decent to get Raheem Sterling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not bad. I mean, the thing is though, he's been on form and he's putting up ghosties, so I I find it hard for somebody to give away Raheem right now. Like you should have done it like maybe four or five game weeks ago, sort of thing, right? Um, what about Ismail Asar? Like, I know he's out injured and stuff, but obviously, like, when he's fit, he comes back into that starting lineup, right? Yeah, yeah, easily. Yeah. So, yeah. 
That's all that I can think of at yeah, the moment. Yeah, same. If there's any specific trades, Mav, feel free to reach out to us. I mean, you hit us up on the Discord, I think it was. Um, but yeah, uh, anytime anyone has questions, just DM us, yo. We're always happy to help. Yeah, thanks, Mav. Appreciate the love. Uh, next question we have from DraftHash, at DraftHash. Are you excited about Harvey Barnes coming into some form? Did Ryan pick up Fred last week? Why not? Luca Dean dropped. Should we be worried? You boys ready for Christmas? I hope you haven't spent too much on my gift. Winky face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> um, Harvey Barnes coming back into some form. I would be excited, but I don't trust Brandon Rogers. That's my thing. I don't know. How do you feel about that, Russ? I think maybe it was one of those things where like he needed to kick up his butt. And that's why he got dropped. Because Brendan Rodgers does that, right? He'll be like, he'll just drop players and then just bring them back into the team. I know Telemans is out, but like, I I think when Telemans comes back up and there is a change in formation, I don't see like I like I see like you know maybe Lookman kind of coming coming to the bench rather than Harvey Barnes. Also, but even though both of the wing players, yeah, and also I think Barnes just has a knack of scoring against Villa, especially when he was at West Brom or whatever. I think it's that whole Midlands sort of derby jazz. But maybe, yeah. So I mean, don't don't let that goal just like kind of sway you a little bit, right? Um, but I mean, I mean, if he's coming back into form. I mean, who are you going to want to trade for him, like, to get Barnes? Like, okay, would you trade right now, maybe offer a manager Dalo um, for um, Barnes? Or, like, a, a Spurs defender like Dyer or Sanchez for Barnes? Yeah, I would. Would you trade... For Barnes, yeah, for a midfielder. Yeah. But yeah. I, the, the thing is, like, Bar- like midfielder is so rare this season as well. So, I mean, yeah, if, he, if you're able to stash him somehow, then, yeah... I mean, the thing is, though, I'm personally not excited about it. Like, I just, I'm avoiding Leicester in general. Like, I don't know. It's not because they beat us in the FA Cup final, obviously. Come on, you know, I'm not that sour. But, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. Um, Did Ryan pick up Fred? He did not. Yeah, I don't think he did. Ryan never takes his own own advice. He's a banter boy. That's what we do best. He's a banter boy, yeah. We don't take our own advice. We take each other's advice. And then we blame each other for that. <laughs> but we don't take our own yeah, advice. Basically. Um, why didn't he do it? I think um, because, like, you, you've you seen Fred at his waist as well. Like, I don't think you can, like, go into that with full confidence unless you're maybe a United fan. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, listen, Fred might suit Ralph's system perfectly, right? Fred apparently learned how to press properly now all of a sudden. And listen, Fred had his <laughs> Fred had his days, man. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, though I think his ghosties were inflated by when he had like the corners and the free kicks and all that jazz, but I don't know. Like, would you pick up Fred right now if you were like low on midfielders? Yeah, man, I would. As much as it it's Fred. But you're right, like, you know, he has his days, and maybe it was Ole, right? So, yeah, I would pick up Fred. Interesting, interesting. All right, uh, Luca Dean, if he's dropped, should we be worried? He wasn't in the squad for the Arsenal game. 
Man, he is another player who's had a terrible season. And he's a player that would have gone maybe round three to round five in most uh, 10 to 12 team league drafts, right? Well, what would you do if you owned Luca Dean right now? Hold the faith, um, hope that it gets better, or maybe offload and accept that maybe it's just not his season? I don't know, man. I hate making these predictions because you never know with these players. But our Everton fans are apparently very pissed with ownership. I think Rafa might be on his way out. Their defense isn't definitely looking as strong as it should. I don't know if this Arsenal game that they just want changes things. But yeah, maybe like he needs to be dropped to know that he can be dropped. And when he eventually does come back into the lineup, maybe he will show that like he can like, you know, come back to his best. So I would hold at least during the festive period just because of rotation and then kind of go from there. Yeah, and I mean, it doesn't help that Luka Dean doesn't have the corners and the free kicks and stuff anymore, right? Andros Townsend came in and mm-hmm. stole all of that from him, basically. Uh, yeah, so, I, I mean, I, I would be a little worried, though, as an owner. I, th- I think I'd try and get him out. Like, I think I'm, I've i accepted that he's just not having a good season because of the whole Andros Townsend effect, like I just said. Um, so yeah, if you can get some sort of trade value out of him, go for it. You know, try try your best. And finally, are you ready for Christmas, Ross? I spoke to Ryan on the last pod about like Christmas traditions and all that stuff. I mean, the listeners mm-hmm. know my biz. What do you do for Christmas typically? I so I don't celebrate Christmas, so not much to do. And this time around, I'm not like taking time off either. Like I have like four like a day on each side of the weekend. Because Christmas is on the 25th and stuff. So I have that um, during that time. But like we tried to kind of go for a trip during that break. But last year was COVID. This year, everyone's gone to Pakistan. So no one's here to kind of go on a trip. I'm going to see if like something comes up last minute. But like years before, you know, go to Montreal. Or like, you know, just like just get away from like your usual routine is always really nice. Um, the two years prior, I was in Pakistan, so that's always fun. Um, for your gift, Draft Hash, uh, maybe something to kind of like, you know, if that year is your actual mustache, maybe something to kind of like, you know, keep uh, as a person who grows very good facial hair. I know how important it is to upkeep for it. So maybe something for that mustache. I don't even know where you are from, so Draft Hash. So maybe if you're in London, it's Sanji's responsibility. <laughs> you know, he lives up north, like way up north. Like, this is really Define cold. up north. Um, I want to tell you the town, and he told me the town, but I low-key am not remembering right now, so I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> like Scandinavian, like Iceland or something? Okay, okay, or okay. okay. Now, now I'm like legit going to go into my messages and pull it up. Hold on, hold on. Because now I'm low-key feeling okay. bad because Tash is like an awesome listener. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay, so he's from Bucky Morayshire. I hope I didn't give away his address. Oh, so within UK? Public. <laughs> a public forum like people be like oh draft hash beat me i want to go search him up um so bucky morishire i believe is in scotland and it oh in scotland yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry 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 <laughs> you know i'd get i if i was there i'd get shot for saying things like yeah these. yeah he, he did mention that he likes to think of scotland being its own country and all kind of thing right so you, you yeah okay so i'm stepping on no toes you're from scott <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. But yeah, apparently Sorry, it's like Drop a Dash. little um, fishing village on the northeast coast. Um, but he's been getting snow and all that sort of stuff, like all that blizzard and whatnot. But yeah, um, I'm sure mm-hmm. he must grow facial hair to keep warm. Right? That's what. That's the reason. Yeah, we I mean, why else would your name be Draft yeah, Cash? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Not because it looks good. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, Tash, thank you again for your questions, and we move on to the last one. And now this one is FPL related, but I want to pull up some of the stats from Fantrax, right? Um, just basic ones. But it is yeah. from a good friend of mine, uh, Mikhail at Hail Kale. Um, so he, <laughs> you want to read out what it, what he has? So he's basically a cane owner in fpl right um okay so yeah. okay so what was the quote about the definition of madness what do the stats say and now it's from game week 9 to game week 15 it's showing kane's points in fpl and it's 90 minutes for all those games and then two points two points two points two points two points two points, two points. out of those i think they've won maybe the last three yeah, um, <clears throat> because I think Conte would have had the Everton game in charge, right? Because Nuno got fired after that 3-0 loss to United. Um, yeah. So they scored, what was it, seven goals in the Prem? And he got absolutely nothing? But, I mean, if, if you look yeah. at, like, okay, shots attempted, right? So before, um, so while Nuno was there, he only attempted, like, one shot per game in, like, that uh, United and West Ham game. But after that, he had two shots versus Everton, four shots versus Leeds, two shots versus Brentford, five shots versus Norwich. Uh, but the thing is, I mean, on the eye test, he just seems to be kind of falling back into that number 10 role man um and you can see like he had three key passes versus brentford one key pass versus everton i mean zero in the rest of the games but i don't know man like if you're playing ofpl draft and you had kane right now would you trade him because i mean this would apply to the budget game as well right would you get rid of his ass like i don't know i mean so like kane obviously highlighted it like you know tried showing his like um his form at the start of the season, but last se- last season, or sorry, last season, sorry, last season, last season, he showed like, oh, like he's one of the best players in the world, right? You know, it's, but sometimes these external pressures do put like, so for example, going to the Euros, captaining the Euros, taking your team after all that criticism and taking your team to the finals, but losing on a penalty shootout, man, that, that, that really sucks for you as a player sometimes. I was looking at the stat that had like, you know, compared him to like Divakarigi and Divakarigi scored two goals in the Premier League and <laughs> Harry Kane's only scored one goal in the Premier yeah, League. I so saw that stat. It's, yeah. I mean, even fan tracks related, you look at those last um, six games, he only had one double digit score of 11.5. So, I mean, even as a Fantrax asset, would you... Because he's, like, easily a first-round pick, right? Like, what what are you doing? Yeah. Are you keeping the faith, then, even Fantrax? That's a good question, man. I would. Unless someone goes, like, Ross, do you want, like, Trent for Kane? Then I'd be like, yeah, sure. Or, <laughs> no, like, anyone Mane for, for Kane. Trent. Anyone for Trent. Like, yeah. it's, like, no questions asked. Like, yeah. Money for Kane or... Honestly, if someone offered me Robbo for Kane, I might even take it. But I think that would be my extent. Yeah, I mean, the good thing right now about holding Kane is that you'd expect him to start all of these um, Christmas games, right? So 
especially because of COVID yeah. popping up all over the place and just rotation headaches. Like, maybe just have the patience and stick with Kim, even though he's not doing shit for you. Like, better have a starting player than no player. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but ho- hopefully that helps. Um, I I don't know, Mikhail. I'm a Kane owner in FPL, and it's been pain ever since I brought him in. I don't know why I did that, but yeah, that's questions for you. Uh, Ross, I think now we should run through the waiver picks, and we're gonna do things a little differently, right? Uh, because we're combining game week 16 and game week 17 together what we decided to do is basically just run through the table look at the teams um look at their opponents and then maybe suggest assets based on that as well right Typically yeah. for this segment, what we do is we suggest picks that are under 50% because we believe you have an easier chance to kind of bring them in on your waiver or as an FA. So, yeah, Russ, um, I'll let you... Uh, is it me getting started? No, you oh, started. Yeah, I saw you filling in the table. Yeah. You're filling it in. And then you realize, oh, wait, Liverpool's second and Chelsea's third. Yeah. <laughs> Smart guy. <laughs> okay, so to start us off is Man City. Um, so they've got Wolves at home and then Leeds at home. Uh, again, it's very hard to get a Man City asset at the moment because everyone is pretty much owned. But if you had to maybe gamble on someone, just I would say wait on the lineups. Maybe Zinchenko, 31% owned. Because like these two teams have kind of been struggling to score goals, right? Wolves especially, and now Leeds if they lost Bamford to that reoccurrence of an injury. Yeah, just it might be safe, uh, clean sheet pick. Though I'd just say, look at the back line. If Nathan Ake is starting... Just maybe have a second guess about it, you know? Like, just think about that a little bit. Anyways, Russ, uh, you yeah. can talk but about the next even team. Without, oh. Even without Nathan Ake, when they had, like, they conceded the goal against um, Villa. And then they conceded the goal against, who did they play last? Uh, before Watford. that, was it West Ham? Lanzini no, no, so they play- had, like, a screw. No, no, no. Oh. Yeah. So, they played uh, Villa. And then, who did they play last? It Did was Watford, Watford, yeah, yeah. Kucho scored against them, I think. Yeah, and Kucho scored, right? So, like, again, like, you know, even if they had a proper defensive backline, still conceding a goal, so... Yeah, they they just know. have these lapses, man. Like, they, they're not like Liverpool, where they just try and kill teams off. They just, I feel like, score a couple goals, and we're like, okay, we'll just pass the ball around. Like, possession, possession, possession. Yeah. So, f- speaking of Liverpool... <laughs> oh, great segue. <laughs> um... They're playing Villa at home and Newcastle at home. I think there might be rotation. Like, you know, Simicas is 48% owned. Like, you know, I would try getting him just to have him for the, like, the winter break. Just, like, the fixture congestion, you never know. Um, Ox, 8%, also might rotate with the midfield trio. And Jomez was back fit. He came on for Salah or Mane today. He's 12% owned. And I think he might get some appearance, if not as right back, maybe as center back. You know, he is the fourth. He is fourth in like the picking at the moment, maybe fifth or um, third to fifth. Right. So maybe might get a start here and there as well. What about Nat Phillips, bro? He was such a beast last season. I don't I don't think so, man. Unless there's like a big injury scare again. I don't think Nat Phillips is in the. I think, if anything, Nat Phillips is the fifth center back, which sucks. And I hate it. And I really liked him last season and stuff. And he put up, apparently, I put up a monster performance today as well. But, yeah, I don't think Nat Phillips is going to get maybe cup, cup game time, but not regular game time. 
Okay. All right. So next team is Chelsea. Uh, Leeds at home, then Everton at home. Again, these teams are kind of struggling to score goals, but I, I'm not sure you can get a defensive asset. If you can, maybe try and do those trades that we mentioned earlier in the pod. But I'm going to suggest Ruben Loftus-Cheek, 37% owned, because we've got a lot of injuries in our midfield. Um, he might get another start again. Uh, I, I know I, I was saying to be cautious on him before the game week 15, but he had a really, really good game versus West Ham and had like around, I think, 11.5 ghosties. So definitely, I think, worth a pickup if you're unable to field a full 11. All right, next team, Ross. Yeah, so next team is West Ham. They have Burnley away and Arsenal away. Um, this past game week against Arsenal... We did see kind of rotation. They shifted to a back three, played Lanzini for, I think, Fornells or Ben Rama or one of them. Mm, I think, like, yeah, like, keep an eye out for Lanzini if he not he doesn't start against Burnley. I think he'll be back in the lineup against Arsenal. Um, other players to kind of note is Craig Dawson with Zuma out and uh, what's his other? Agbana still out. I think Craig Dawson is your preferred center back at the moment so he might start both games and Masuaku too because Ben Johnson is out um Cresswell is still injured so Masuaku kind of comes in uh not even not as a like a fullback as a wing back or a winger in general kind of starts as well so keep an eye out on those players to see if they're starting yeah and he's better going forward than playing defensively so yeah good shot for sure yeah Next team, Spurs. They've got Brighton away and Leicester away. So Spurs are fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I filled in the table correctly. Um, but I, th- I think they are fifth. Yeah. But the thing is, is that did you hear about this whole COVID scare? About the game might be called off. Like six starters and two coach members have COVID, and even Brighton are quite fucked with injuries. So I'm not sure like how Ooh. to suggest players for this team right now. But you know what? Sanchez, 45% owned. Davies, 35% owned. Defensive options. Like Conte has showed things up at the back. I know they've had a few easy games, so that might skew the you know stats a little bit. But yeah, I just think it's a good shout. And Regs came off with like a little bit of injury, though he tweeted to all the fantasy managers, "Don't drop him. You know, yeah. hold on to him. Don't drop him. <laughs> I'll be back in I a few that was days." Really cool. Um, but Davies yeah. does tend to make some attacking overlapping runs so that's why i suggest him and if they are gutted with all these first teamers being out with covid i want to again throw as a possible punt matt doherty 24 percent owned if he gets a shout at a game like you know with emerson out with his knock or whatever tanganga might have covid who knows i, I think doherty if he gets a full start he could reward managers all right uh next team yeah, next team is United. So they're going up against Norwich away and Brentford away. Both teams which are kind of struggling to score, especially against the bigger teams. So um, the players, there's two defenders. So Alex Telesh, if he, if he starts, if he keeps starting, 43% owned. Diego Dalo, 36% owned if he's still starting. And maybe keep an eye out for this one. But with... Again, I haven't seen United play in a while. So, with if Bruno is playing like shit, Donny van der Beek might get a game here and there. So, 21% owned. So, like, gotta be, like, super quick. Like, you know, as soon as the lineups come out, you're, like, you know, ready to drop or whatever. So, 
Who's the quickest yeah. person you'd say in your league, by the way, for doing picks in like Banter Boys League? Kyle's pretty quick. All right. <laughs> nice, yeah. nice, nice. Kyle's pretty quick. Um, I mean, his team is shit, <laughs> but he's pretty quick. All right. For Arsenal, there wasn't anyone that I could suggest for their next two games, Southampton at home and West Ham at home. I think uh, like Tavares would have been a shot, but with now Tierney back, in the squad, I think Tierney's like 80-something percent owned as well. Um, I mean, you could go for the likes of Partey, and I think Xhaka's like maybe under 5% owned, but uh, I don't, I, I'm really not sure with Xhaka, bro. He's going to get you like key passes one day and red card next day, so yeah. Uh, next team. The next game is Wolves. They play Man City away and Brighton away, so I don't know. I would like not bank on any of these players for man city just because i feel like the only team only players that would get the points are those who would score the goal and if if they and again like you don't know who's gonna score right so i wouldn't bank for them but against brighton uh podence 28 percent owned trinkal 47 percent owned kilman and mutinho 42 and 46 percent owned respectively so kind of keep an eye out on lineups i feel like podence might get a game and trinkal might get a game and i know uh, he likes rotating Dindonker or Neves or and Moutinho kind of like regularly depending on like you know rest and injury or like suspension or whatever so Moutinho might kind of play one or two of these games so yeah so next team is Brighton uh, they've got Spurs at home and Wolves at home now Brighton have a lot of injuries. Like man's like Lalana out, uh, Trossard out. I think Duffy has his like fifth yellow card suspension or something, so he's gonna be missing for that game. I think Dunk out with like a knee injury. So yeah, they got Bear man's missing, yo. So Veltman thirty percent owned, Burn three percent owned. You know Burn is like a ghosties giraffe machine. Um, <laughs> like guys so tall mm. looks so awkward playing football but gets all the points man and Modere cheeky yeah. one here 5% owned Um, he's kind of been ticking along with a little bit of points um last few game weeks I know he came off the bench and got his assist so that might skew the last game week data points but I don't know just keep an eye on him I feel like with all these injuries maybe he gets some starts in some 90 minute games alright next team Next team is Aston Villa. The two teams that they're playing is Liverpool and Norwich. For the first game, I am kind of excited for this game because it is Steven Gerrard's return. And I think Steven Gerrard wants to kind of disassociate, not disassociate from the fact, but like kind of show like, you know, he's not just Liverpool legend. He is like, you know, coming up the ranks as one of the like top managers possibly in the world or like an up and coming, very like highly rated managers. So I feel like this would be a good game out. But I don't know if I'd still suggest defensive assets against Liverpool, especially at home. But the two that I'm suggesting, because the second game they play is Norwich. Konza, 28%, who had the brace this past game week. And if Maddie Target's still out, then Ashley Young, who's 11% owned. Yeah, it's Ashley Young, but, you know, against Norwich, maybe he can possibly keep a clean sheet. So, yeah. I can't believe you had uh, Gerard and greatest manager in the world in, like, the same sentence, FYI. Uh, <laughs> I mean, possibly. going Coming up, possibly becoming. I, I, I mean, so, I... So, like, context I matters. I didn't say that about um, Super Frank Lampard, man. And, like, you, you out here, like, just... Watch TVG take all them three points from you. Watch. Watch. 
Yeah, that's 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 what I mean, right? Like he wants to be one of the best managers in yeah. the world, right? I'm not saying he is. I'm not saying he. I'm not saying he is, and I'm not saying like you know he's the best manager in the world, or whatever. But I think he can be. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. that's fair. That's fair. Um, all right, next team is Leicester. They've got Newcastle at home and Spurs at home. So with rotation being an issue and Vardy being an old man, uh, Pat Sandaka gets a chance at playing football every now and then. Forty-eight percent owned. He got an attacking return this last game week as well. Um, you know, just a good rotation option. If you have space on your bench, you know, stash him just for the Christmas congestion fixtures. Luke Thomas, 17% owned. Maybe for the Newcastle game. Not sure about the Spurs game. The thing is, though, like, Leicester's defense real trash, fam. And uh, they mm-hmm. keep conceding. But, mm-hmm. you know, Thomas is having them ghosties. So he's still kind of tickling Ticking along, not tickling. I don't think he's that, you know, ticklish or whatever. All right, this is getting weird. Next team. <laughs> Next team is Everton. They're playing Crystal Palace away and Chelsea away. And to be honest, I'm not going to suggest anyone. There's a bunch of defensive options available, but their defense is real sus. So, next team. I thought it's because you're a Liverpool fan and Rafa's there. You just sours. No. No, no, okay, I'm not. Okay, okay. No, uh, Brentford is the next team. They've got Watford at home and Manchester United at home. Uh, now they're missing a few players, right? Uh, Ivan Tony's out. Kanyos has his fifth suspension as well, so he's missing off of this game. So maybe that gives the opportunity for Jensen to come back into the fold. Nineteen percent owned, uh, and he's on set pieces, so he might come up with ghosties. And I mean. Watford is supposed to be an easy defense to play against, right? So maybe even Yanelt, 31% owned, could get you some points as a midfield option. Uh, though I know like it's affected the way they attack and defend and all that sort of stuff, but uh, Fernandez, 11% owned the goalkeeper. If you're looking for a goalie, not a bad shout. All right, next team. Next team is Southampton. They're playing Arsenal away. Oh, what? Crystal Palace, fam. No, sorry, sorry, Chris Palace. My bad, my bad. Next game <laughs> is Crystal Palace. They're playing Everton at home and Southampton at home. So there are the likes of Edward and Olise, who are 42 and 30% owned, respectively. But, like, when they have started, they haven't been that great. So if they do get a start, I would just throw that grain of salt, is that they haven't been performing that well when they did have gotten the chance to start. So, But they are playing against Everton who are a much easier team and Southampton, which would be a much more even for the team. So, you know. Yeah, good shouts. Uh, Leeds United next. They've got Chelsea away and Manchester City away. So I'm not saying you start this guy, but if you can afford to stash him, ailing 45% own now that he's back in the team, I feel like he's got that spot nailed. Also, I'd be really happy as a Dallas owner. I feel like now Dallas has a chance to play in midfield again and continue to be even more of a beast as he usually is. Yeah. Um. Yeah, okay, next team. Next team, Southampton, playing Arsenal away and Crystal Palace away. Broha will definitely get a start in one of these games, if not both of them games. Uh, he's 23% owned. Then, But then you have players like, you know, El Yunusi and Kyle Walker-Peters, who are kind of starting regularly, but aren't really putting up that great points. But, you know, if you think you can, if you think you want them, like, go for it. But I don't know. They're meh to sort of players, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. Next team is Watford. They've got Brentford away and Burnley away. 
So with Sar out injured, uh, I feel like the likes of like uh, Jao Pedro will get a chance every now and then. And who knows what's going on with the Afghan thing. But I think Dennis fell out with his manager. So Kucho, yo, 20% owned. I mean, comes off the bench, scores screamers or, you know, one-twos with the post, whatever you want to label it as. But Mans gets points, yo, when he plays. So I think he's playing easy defenses as well. Um, likes of Brentford and Burnley. They've been conceding a lot of goals and stuff like that. So, yeah, I think it's worth a shout. All right, next team. Next team, Burnley. Uh, they're playing West Ham at home and Watford at home. I think me has like a red flag in Fantrax. So if one of Tarkovsky or me are out, then check Collins. He's only 6% owned. Did put up decent numbers in the two games ago. Can't remember against Wolves or something where they had the nil-nil or whatever. And then last game was like pretty meh. But um, yeah, check him out. 6% owned. Yeah. Next team is Newcastle. They've got Leicester away and Liverpool away. These are some tough games, yo. Um, but you know what? The main goalkeeper, Dubravka, is back in at 12% owned. Uh, he has seen an increase in points since he's kind of came in the last few game weeks. Maybe he's going to get a bunch of saves, you know. Um, maybe Eddie Howe might shore things up so they don't concede too many shots on target but he's he's like good at saving shots or whatever right so if you can risk it and you need a goalkeeper maybe go that way but i like a couple of other assets like willock at 48 percent owned matt ritchie even though he was benched the last game at 40 percent owned but i think lord voldemort is the real midfielder you want in the lot of them 22 percent owned he just looks a man reborn now that he's been given his chance again to play football so i mean he is you know a liverpool legend right ross so you never know he might get something yeah. against you guys all right yeah. and the final team yeah final team norwich playing united at home and villa at home they're tough games for norwich so i don't know how much they would kind of see the ball in both those games but like Players like Billy G might or might not get the opportunity to kind of contribute attacking, but Billy G is 46% owned. And kind of Sanji, what Sanji said earlier is that like, if he's playing CDM, then avoid. But if he's playing a bit more higher, then maybe go get him. Then you have players like Aaron's and Hanley, which is 31% and 13% owned. But like, you know, can always, there's always this when you're in a Norwich team to kind of concede bare goals. So if you can possibly kind of, if you think that like they can kind of put up a good fight against any of these teams, these are three players that are good shouts. Yeah, sounds good. All right, that's the wave of picks. We're done. Uh, Ross, do you have any final thoughts, any pieces of advice for the little congested set of fixtures that we have coming up? Make sure you have fun. <laughs> man it's so frustrating though with all this rotation like there's a chance that a lot of managers are not gonna feel the fully 11 right at what point do you yeah like take that gamble to oh my god do i drop this person like i really want that win or whatever make sure you have fun. <laughs> i like that i like that yeah just i mean it's christmas enjoy christmas like try not to get too worked up about the fantasy at the end of the day we like to remind people it's just a game right um yeah, yeah sometimes you know it, the luck goes your way sometimes it doesn't but yeah like ross says just have fun man and if you're not having fun and you're struggling to make decisions and stuff like i said just reach out to us we're always available always happy to help 
um yeah hit us yeah on all the socials the discords the twitters the instagrams the maybe the whatsapps depends on how much i like you like but yeah but yeah ross um on that note mate it is like 1 30 in the morning so i'm gonna try and yeah you should maybe i'm I'm kind of hungry though i'm not gonna lie but yeah i'll probably sleep as well um but yeah other than that um i'll see you maybe not on the next episode one after that but i'll see you when i see you maybe the one after that yeah 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 all right peace